All right. It's time for Al and Frank to try and be serious. How's that going? How's that sound good? I think uh, just whenever you start a conversation with a clap, uh, even though the people won't hear it, I mean, you clap for timing, and uh, you know, I feel like uh, I feel like we're ready to do it. You get a single applause. That's the applause. Singular. Singular. Is there any word that somebody could mispronounce that you automatically take them less seriously? Most Sam- of them. Salmon. If somebody calls it salmon, salmon, do you go, okay, I'm done here? Uh, you know who did that was uh, Jonathan Abram in uh, on Hard Knocks. He did pronounce it salmon, and uh, Derek Carr got into him about it. Oh, really? Yeah. That uh, kind of leads me to my first thing because I wanted to ask you pronunciations. And, uh, I, no, a- actually, I've been doing this weird thing with Google that I'll talk to you about uh, after the show because it's something I might end up doing something with. But uh, I-, I wanted to see. I want to start the show off with something I'm going to call. Uh, Can Frank name any of our top five? And what that is is I will type the first few uh, words into Google, and we're going to autofill it. And I'm going to see if you can name what is autofilled. So what most people, uh, you know, they want to know. So the question is, what do you think the top five, how do you pronounce this? What do you think it autofilled? Wow. So Uh, how do you pronounce pronounce, and then what are the top five? uh, Number one, gonorrhea. (laughs) Uh, That's I think that would be spelled and also get rid of. Okay. (laughs) Uh, How do you pronounce... Wow. Um, trying to think of different things that I might want to pronounce. Um, what is there a letter? Well, give me a letter. Give me something. All right. I'll uh, I'll give you I'll give you just a word to start because uh, just a letter. Okay. Uh, so if I type in how uh, how do I pronounce the first? Honestly, the first word is and see I'm worried if I'm going to say this uh, correctly. How do you do you say that ACI Barry? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's not even close because I say it wrong all the time, too. I, Akai, it's a like A-C-A-I or something like that. That's it, yes. Uh, it's pronounced completely differently than – it's not it's, – it's neither. It's not even close. It's like um, hemoglobin, I think is how you pronounce it. <laughs> there you go. Now, get, can you give me another one? I'll the. Uh, the I want hint. the answer. I want to know. Oh, I I want I, I want to learn. It's ACI. That's how it says. Oh, it is ACI. Yes, ACI. Oh, ACI. Okay. So now the, it looks like a Kai, but it's yes. It, and it, you you're already you're always scared to say it because you don't want to have the person make a, a face at you when you yeah. try and have but that put in your movie. It's A C A I, right? Right. So don't, don't come over here making up names. The only person that can do that is the singer Sade. She can do whatever she wants. Sade, all right. Spells it S A D E. All right. Uh, this one is a. I'm gonna late start night throw, food. I'm gonna start throwing Sade at people. <laughs> the Sade room. Yeah. All right. Sorry. This one's a late night food, and it's also ethnic, and people want to know how do you pronounce it. Uh, late night food nachos. <laughs> Starts with a G. Ganachos. <laughs> Silent G. Nachos. Gyro. Uh, 
Oh, gyro, yeah, sure. That makes sense because my wife, Michelle, says it's gyro. I'm like, it's not gyro. The only gyros I know are robot gyros that <laughs> uh, Rob the robot and the Nintendo Entertainment System would use. You get uh, robot gyros and Duck Hunt along oh, with the Nintendo. Hunt. Yeah. Along with the Nintendo Entertainment System, so gy- uh, yeah, I would not have thought of that as a late night food, though. Gyros don't seem gyros seem like a Greek food any time of day to me, as yeah. opposed to a, a late night Greek food. Uh, are olives late night food to you as well? Uh, well, if they're in a martini, yes. Okay, yeah, you know what? You got me. Winner. <laughs> ding 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 ding. All right, and finally, this one starts with a G, and it has to do with something. Some someone might send you over text. And it's it's an age old. How do you pronounce this? Uh, it starts with a G. Yes, and it's three letters. There's a huge hint. Uh, well, it starts with a G, and I'm texting it to somebody, and it's only it's three letters. Usually in motion, animated. Oh, a GIF or a GIF? I got. Yes, you. Uh, and what do you say? Uh, I would say GIF, but the, the people who say technically it's GIF. I heard the guy that invented it said it's Jif. I think that's the guy who invented peanut butter. Oh, I thought that was uh, the black gentleman. <laughs> the black gentleman. I am going. I am so George embarrassed. Washington George Washington Carver. Oh yes, there we go. Did I just beat you in Black History? Yes, because I was thinking Reuben Hurricane Carter. I know he's the <laughs> boxer. You uh, just wanted three names. I. <laughs> Ah, in an African American gentleman. Oh man, yeah, that was uh, that was not my finest moment. Oh uh, man, I uh, <laughs> no, that was, but but for me to get it, I and I hope I got it right. I feel really solid about myself. I'm gonna uh, celebrate with uh, an ACI Euro, uh, <laughs> and I'm gonna make a, a GIF of it for you. And see, also, I called it a gyro just because I'm from the same place. Your wife is from Cleveland, and that's how we do it there. Yeah, and that you guys have hot dogs and <laughs> all kinds of great. You know, it's I, funny is I, I thought of like three or four different foods, and I was worried about, because of PC culture, saying the wrong thing because you're black and I'm white. And I was like, I, there were like three different different foods, four or five, some of them safe, some of them not safe at all. I'm going, man, I don't want to have to edit this. Yeah, so. you, don't, you don't have to tell me that it's pronounced grape soda. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's in past tense. Grape drank. <laughs> That's a different thing. Well, that that kind of gets to the first thing. Purple I wanna... drank. That would be purple drank. Purple drank. Yeah, that I, I've often I've wondered. Uh, and this is this is not what I want to talk about. But uh, you know, I've wondered why hasn't there been a, a documentary about uh, lean? Have you I ever was heard say of... the lean? Yeah, because you right. end up leaning. Yeah. Yeah, I've always wondered because uh, the rapper Rick Ross, I believe he came out in some major publication and said that he almost died. Uh, from lean. I know a lot of rappers have, and I know little Wayne still suffers from seizures because really? of it. Yes. And I believe, and I know somebody's going to call and correct me and that it's good. Cause I don't want to know how to make lean, but I think it's, it's like, it's very expensive, which is what you wouldn't think. It's kind of like uh, showing people that you can afford to drink this because it involves medical level coding, which I guess is very expensive by the case. Uh, How do you so get th- a case of medical level codeine? I th- well, I don't remember uh, Frank years ago. 
the I believe he was the number one or number two draft pick, LaMarcus Russell out of uh, LSU. He got in trouble for having code, uh, coding sent to his house because he was doing lame. Wait, wait, the football player? Yes, he got in trouble for having coding sent to his house. Did you call him LaMarcus? Jamarcus? Jamarcus. I'm thinking of LaMarcus Aldridge. Hold on. I'm two for two on the African-American heritage and uh, history <laughs> game, and you're 0 for two. George Washington Carver I got. I, I listen. Ruben I, Hurricane Carter. That's how I know him. I, and I wouldn't <laughs> even have known Ruben Hurricane Carter. But uh, yes, you would. He he was the hurricane. Denzel Washington played him in the hurricane. He was the boxer oh, okay. who was uh, falsely accused and then came out and I think won the title again. I gotcha. Sure, I know Denzel. There we go. Yeah, you do. Denzel paid for half that. If it were you today, it'd be like uh, Denzel Wisherman. <laughs> Denzel Williams, you know the great Denzel actor. Denzel Williams, yes, I went with Wisherman. You know what? I'm I'm becoming my dad. It's just like I, I I told you, and this you know we both know sports, so you can really enjoy this. My dad, I, I always feel like older black men, they just stop caring as much, so they don't get details. And my dad would talk basketball with me, and he'd be like, uh, you know, my favorite backcourt, Michael Jordan and Scottie Pittman. <laughs> yes. And I didn't correct him because if he wants it to be Scottie Pittman, God rest his soul, dad, then it's Scottie Pittman. There you go. <laughs> I got nothing to add to that. It's yeah, and it was also Warren Snap. Warren Snap. <laughs> yes. That's old. I love old the black Thanos men. Thanos of defensive lineman Warren <laughs> Snap. That's exactly with the glove behind you. Good call. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get let's get into this. Uh, let's get physical. Let's get yeah. Why don't we? Uh, well, speaking of getting physical, Frank. Uh, I was talking to my co-host today, and I found out we're kind of split down the middle in terms of half of us know where we were conceived, and half of us do not. Have you or would you ever have the conversation with your parents about where you were conceived, or has it just come up naturally? Uh, I, I have no interest in finding out. You want to know that? I'm not saying I got up, I set my alarm for 4.30 in the morning and called my mom and asked her, what I was saying is like sometimes it comes up naturally. Like when I played Madison, Wisconsin, my parents met at when my dad was in law school up there. And I guess uh, old Al Jackson, after a couple of uh, margs and a couple of Long Islands was on the way. Yeah, I don't I, I, I have no interest in finding out. I, I don't want to ask. I don't want to <laughs> learn. I don't even I don't even want to think about it. Um so congratulations to you on that one. But your coworkers, how does that come up in conversation at work? We are on a talk show for three and a half hours every day. We've, we're going to exhaust some topics. That's a commercial break or that's on air? That was a commercial break. But okay. it, we weren't being filmed on Facebook Live, so technically it was on air. No, well, let me ask you, because it, it, it came off of a larger question. And uh, you being uh, not only a married man, but a married man to two uh, wonderful children. Um, a married man to two children, two wonderful, with two wonderful children. With, Frank. Didn't you say two? With two wonderful and children. If I missed that, I'm sorry, but it sounded like you said a married man to two wonderful children. Well, listen, we all enjoy <laughs> We know that we're, you're taping out of uh, some weird place in Utah. Oh, my goodness. Uh, no, it's. How do you feel, or have you and your wife discussed how much affection that you'll show each other in front of the kids? Because 
my point was for as much as everybody's like, that's gross. My parents kissed in front of me. I think it's healthy for kids to see a loving couple being affectionate. I'm not talking about tonguing each other down to dinner, but like a little bit of affection and like doing you and your wife do that. Uh, yeah, we have a little bit, uh, but not not a lot. You know, the uh, like a little bit of a chicken peck lip to lip, but that's about that's about it. Not uh, and I, you know, and I'll be uh, have her my arm around her and stuff like that. And something I never saw from my parents at all ever. Really? Uh, yeah. But my son with his lady friend, uh, you know, they're leaning on each other all the time, more so than me and my wife. I mean, I, I remember when I was young how great it was when a girl you liked would just would touch you no matter where. Like, I, I'm not talking about anything uh, in terms of sensual. I know I just, exactly what you're saying, brother. Just bump up, like bumping up against you was awesome. Like, oh, this is great. We. We are in the same space, and now if my wife bumps into me, I'm like, "What is your problem? <laughs> what? Why can't you contain yourself to your own area and get out of my space?" I mean, I would have longed for that when I first met her, and now, and she still wants that. She still wants to. She'll say, Michelle will say to me, "Hold my foot." Like, and when I was younger and we were like new together, I was like, absolutely, honey. I would love to embrace your, uh, your toes, your feet. I, I, I know that's awesome that we're so close together. And now it's like, are you a moron? What is your, <laughs> get those stink bombs away from me. Now, Frank, am I wrong? I picture your wife like accidentally brushing up against you in the kitchen and you backing up and throwing your arms and saying, hey, lot of house here. <laughs> A lot of house. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm just I, I absolutely 100%. I, I, I found this, that we have this big house, and we'll all congregate into one hall, you know, small, like, overpass in the house. Like, one doorway. It, it It's so weird. Or in a I don't small think it's hallway. weird. I think that's biological. That is that, from the days that we were cave people. You congregated. I think it'd be weirder if you guys were all in four corners of the house at all times. I think that would be much more weird than like human beings are communal. That's why they say, um, I think R. Kelly, uh, sorry to link your family to R. Kelly. Yeah, again, once again, interesting <laughs> podcast from you in <laughs> but all he say, phases. He's saying he wants out of solitary confinement because it, it's 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 torturous. They. They say that it's it's worse than being a general pop. I mean, just having all that time alone. So people don't like that. I don't know if I'd have that much of a problem with solitary. I mean, everybody talks about that in the last man stand, last man, no, not last man stand, last man on earth, the Will Forte show. Right. Like it was how he's going crazy because I, I just would relish that ability to be by myself and just let my imagination go. Like I feel like I'm always pressed for time because so many people – are always needing me to do something, but I, I, I get you know, and I, most other people I see are just like, oh, I need to talk to somebody. I'm like, I don't feel like I ever really need <laughs> to talk to anybody except for you know, Alan Frank. Try to be serious. That's right. Yeah, I think that's comedians though. We, I think it was Jake Johansson that says we don't talk to anybody all day, and then they turn the lights on and we talk to 300 people at once. And then the lights go off and we don't say a word. I, you know, I know we're doing a lot of tangents here, but uh, Alan Frank go off on a tangent. I find that if I don't talk to people a lot during the day, 
I am way better on stage. I am way more interested in what I have to say, the fact that I'm doing my act, even improvising. I have way more fun, way more energy, excited to be there and uh, project to the people. As opposed to if I've talked all day, I'm like, like, when we did the three podcasts in Dallas, or I did three podcasts, uh, we did ours last week, Alan Frank. I did uh, Chris... Uh, Spangles and I did Tom Griswold's all in that day, and then I was still tired the next day mentally when we're on the on the radio. And then we did show in, at night. We both did the show at the Addison Improv, and then the next morning to do t- more talking. I was like, I, I don't, I'm not a top level because I talk so much and gave out all my opinions. I hadn't formed anything really new. I talk so much that I was just kind of like, I'm kind of stagnant right now. Well, just like every man, we have a refractory period. And, you you know, you need a chance. And honestly, I I, I can already tell from what you said what kind of comic you are on the road. I'm the same way. I like to do the shows and go back to the hotel, especially if it's football season. I'll watch the games and then go to the comedy club. I don't really want to explore that much. I really don't want to. I know comics that get into town and literally go whitewater rafting, you know, in the morning or climbing. In New York City. In and, New York, yes. Whitewater rafting in New York City. Very difficult to do. Certain parts near down the pier, you can do that. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's, uh, I, I am such a, I need to save my energy for the nighttime. Yeah, I just, uh, it's just, I don't even know if it's energy. I just have more fun if I haven't talked to anybody. It's just like this. This need—I don't know if it's a, even a need, but it's interest in talking. If I've talked the entire day, I just—it's just another part of the day. But if I've been to myself all day, I just have this huge hour burst of energy to just let people know what I've been thinking about. <laughs> I think that should be the first T-shirt that we sell. By the way, it's <laughs> just, I, I just think it's more fun when you don't talk to anybody. <laughs> That's that's our first. That's going to be on the first Alan Frank Shopify. Yeah, there you go. All right. Well, that that kind of leads me to our second thing. Frank, you're just such a damn professional when it comes to broadcasting. Uh, you you were saying that you don't feel like talking. I was thinking a lot about like our, the uh, the generation before us, and especially our grandparents. And you know they they kind of lived a more simple life for most most the most part. Had one job, two at the most probably. Do you think that what we're dealing with now is too much for the human psyche to bear? You think about the number of texts. Think about what you do every day that you couldn't think is more pedestrian in terms of, okay, you have to pick something up for your wife, call your agent, text Al, set up your podcast equipment, take your daughter, make sure you Uber uh, Uber your son back from the movies. The, the amount of things that you do in one day compared to probably what your grandfather did in one day is it's got to be 150 times more well first of all i think that my grandfather was probably working all day that yes it's different it's yeah it's different yeah i mean and they, hard work probably yeah uh, he was an the grandpa i'm thinking about was an engineer and worked on the l trains in chicago and the substations and the, he was an electrical engineer but in terms of that, his focus all day was on that job as opposed to – I think it's distractions. Yes. It's more distractions 
from having a single focus. When you when people used to go to their jobs, they used to just go to their job the entire day and that was their focus. Something might be underlying in their mind that they might communicate at lunch or something like that and get that off their chest and talk to a family member. But even so, I mean, I, listen, I think about my kids at school now and how they can communicate with me. My son texts me in between classes about stuff. And we had no communication. At least I didn't. I, there was zero communication with my zero. parents during the day. I mean, really, I, don't I know can they almost care. count. I can count the times that my mom had to be contacted about me at school. Like that was like either like you'd have family member die or you got so sick that your parents needed to leave work to come get you. And I don't think now people text you at work like sup. <laughs> Well, your friends do. <laughs> My friends are like, uh, what is happening, Mr. C? Mr. C, what are you, a substitute teacher in an inner city school? Uh, I might be. You don't know everything about me. You might be like that. No, now know why I know so much black history. There you go. Honestly, we could just write this pilot right now. All right. You're a comic. <laughs> Uh, you know, you're just you're, you're just on the rocks. You just need to reset. You're feeling burnt out from all these years on the road, and you find out there's a school that needs you. You get there, all black and brown kids, and at first they're like, "Who's this white dude?" And then you just use your voices to disarm them and show them that you're just like them. Yeah, uh, all impressions from you know 20 years ago that none of them know. <laughs> you have to cram and watch Wildin' Out real quick. Yeah. Right, I just just yeah, maybe the Morgan Freeman would work. Ah, yes, Vitruvius. No, Morgan Freeman. What? <laughs> All right. Well, that maybe that's what it is. It's just distractions. Leave us, leave us be. How about that? I think that? yeah. I think that's the that's the difficult thing is we have so much. We are completely bombarded by stuff constantly. But it's it. I it, listen. I don't. My my short term memory is horrific at this point, and I I don't I don't know if it's because I'm old. I don't know if it's because uh, I'm early stages of something I don't even want to think about or that I am thinking about. Um, but now but, you can't remember it, so you're fine. Yeah, so I'm I'm fine. I'm good. Um, Wait, but can you it, give a, can you give us an example of what you're talking about? I can't think of names. I constantly have trouble remembering names. It's a weird it's a weird thing. I couldn't think of the other day. I was talking on a podcast i couldn't remember the word slot machine i could come up with one arm bandit <laughs> but i could not think of the term slot machine which makes no sense whatsoever but names are constantly eluding me and i, I to the point where i get anxiety about names because i'm worried i'm gonna forget i, I i've said the name draymond green a thousand times talking about this charles barkley bit that i do where he says i'm gonna punch i'm gonna punch draymond green in the face i couldn't think of his the, the name draymond green until i got my brain into character to remember you know almost muscle memory for i'm gonna punch draymond green in the face that it was so weird that i couldn't remember that now i've always had a little bit of trouble with names because i used to make this joke that i'm the impressionist who can't remember anybody's remember that guy <laughs> I was in the movie. I can't remember the this name guy. of the movie, but it's uh, <laughs> he's kind of short. Uh, he's interesting. Has a weird uh, slur to the way he talks. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm just gonna do the impression. You tell movie. me who it is. You tell me who it is. That's how we. That's how we work together. Yeah, I mean, my my memory is horrendous as well. And I don't know if I told you this. 
I, I don't know if I it's think a you proved issue, that but... earlier on in the in the podcast. <laughs> well, which it's is weird. usually me. <laughs> I usually I'm good with the names. What I can't do, and what I'm kind of jealous of, and I I'm fascinated when I'm talk when I talk to people that don't have this issue, which is 98 percent of people. I can't remember anything long term. Um, Frank, I can't remember really anything in elementary school, anything. In, I don't have any memories of middle school, like none. Oh, I have I, all of that. I don't I have, have all, any remember, high school, nothing. I can, I can remember days. I can remember. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can remember all types of stuff. I can remember sitting on even high school. I can remember where I sat in Mr. Trentadue's class in sixth grade reading. I can remember fifth grade reading with Mr. Richter, fourth grade Mrs. Whalen. I can remember it all. Mrs. Vigna in first grade, kindergarten. In first grade? Oh, yeah, I remember kindergarten. I didn't go to preschool, but my brother went to Salem uh, preschool. Both brothers did. Uh, Name yeah. drop. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm big in that community. <laughs> I just, you know... I don't know what to say to that. I, I don't. I don't have any memories. I couldn't tell you the name of one. No, I had one teacher named Mr. King in high school, and I remember him because he had MS and he had a cane. And I don't know what made that stick out of my mind, but I couldn't tell you the name of any high school teachers. Barely in any college professors, like barely any. I don't have any memories of anything. I played basketball all four years. No memories of wins or losses. Like nothing. Yeah, uh, that's a weird thing. When people come to see me and at shows, they'll be like, "I know you don't remember me." I'll be like, uh, "Chris Gum." They're like, <laughs> "How'd you know that?" I go, "Well, you're in kindergarten with me, and then you went to a different school. Then I saw you somewhere when I was like uh, in high school. You came up, and you you thought I wouldn't recognize you there either." And it was at uh, my indoor baseball softball place I was working at, handing out tokens. And uh, used to wear vests. I remember that. So, yeah, Jamie and Brian Costa. I mean, I remember. I could even name. I could name most of my uh, kindergarten class. Shut up. No, I could. I could. Uh, what? Yeah. I mean, I can. I can even picture. I almost have a photographic memory for stuff that long ago. It's really you have weird. to to be able to do that. Yeah, that means that you saw that you're seeing the names in your head. Now, where does your long-term memory start to butt up against your short-term? Is your short-term a week, two weeks, the last year, the last day? Uh, I don't know. I, I, I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. I remember stuff from long ago, stuff that happened to me, but I that's the I, I don't get things from information. I get things from people, so I can remember – very specific moments in life as though they're just happening. Wow. I think that's kind of how I do the impressions, too. I see the whole thing unfolding in front of me. So, Well, I, I, you need to give me some of that because I can't remember shit. Okay. <laughs> uh, but here's what I can't remember, and I'm wondering if this is also ruining almost everything you do. And this is kind of the last thing we're going to do in, in terms of knowing too much. It's just like, can you enjoy a meal anymore without thinking about the calories? I can't. Not at all. Because I'm constantly counting the calories on an app and even making them up and trying to figure out. what The, the weird thing is, it's not the actual calories. It's the type of calories that are the most important. You could eat 3,000 good calories, and it's not going to be as bad for you as 2,000 Milky Way bars. 
It, right. It's which is two Milky Ways. <laughs> yeah. No. That, yeah. That probably about two fifty each. Yeah. But in terms of, uh, you know, the, what types of calories? You, do you ever see some of those diets, like when Russell Wilson is on a diet and he eats six almonds for lunch? That kind of a thing. I couldn't even imagine. Now, most of the salads you see that are in different places too, like you go to a California Pizza Kitchen uh, or some place like that, or uh, not a fast food. I'm salivating because I'm hungry right now. But uh, <laughs> just give me some calories. But in terms of in like uh, you know an Applebee's or something like that, the salads are like 1,200 calories. Oh my God! Yeah, some of the Cheesecake Factory salads are fifteen, sixteen hundred. So, if you go out to eat and they say, uh, "Welcome to insert restaurant name here," would you prefer a menu with calories on it or a menu without calories on it? What are you choosing? Would totally rather have the calories, not to enjoy myself, but just to know what my intake is because I'm thinking about that and always trying to gauge it now here's the the big problem is i'll have 1500 calories for the day up until about seven o'clock at night and end with 2800 like oh. I'll, I'll get all the way to the end of the day and then just splurge and ruin it all well you're a snacker you're like a chocolate cake guy right uh is that uh a euphemism it is <laughs> chocolate pound cake <laughs> 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 Something I would never say <laughs> like that, but yes, one hundred percent. No, um, I do love. I love chocolate. I love it mixed with a little bit of vanilla to cut it, and I can completely enjoy that more than uh, than I, I. I do have some salty times, but most of the time, it's really the the, the chocolate stuff. All right, you just made me think of a random question for you, and here it comes. As opposed to the rest of your questions, <laughs> I've actually I actually wrote these down. This one's just co- coming from the top of uh, my strange brain. All right, you have to go. You have to, Frank. You have to go to one of these places and spend four hours there. IKEA, because it would Are, just be for walking in to leaving. That would be the whole time. <laughs> okay, here are your three options. One is a Las Vegas day party where they're playing EDM music. Uh, People are partying, drinking, going nuts. The second is a strip club, African-American in Atlanta. But the good news is the the stripper's name is Ikea. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Or finally, uh, let's see, where's, where's another place I think he would hate? Or you would have to. Um, now, why would I hate the strip club? Just because it's a strip club, not because I never thought. Of, uh, I never asked you. Are you a strip club guy? No, not at all. I don't like. It. I feel very uncomfortable. But I just didn't want people to think it was the 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 African American. Oh club. no! And then we'll we'll go with. Uh, let's say these places are just all all mixed race, just so it doesn't seem weird. And the final one is just a banging nightclub, bass thumping. Four hours. Now, do you do strip club, nightclub, or day beach dance party? Man, I have zero interest in any of that. I know this. That's why I'm. I, wanna, I mean, I'm it's putting... all the same thing to me. I guess uh... <laughs> the strip club's different. Yeah, I guess the strip club would be the worst for me because I just I wouldn't know where to put my hands. Uh, <laughs> They'll like... tell you if you have dollars in them. Yeah. Um... <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't. I didn't even mean it like that, but I know. I know. I get the joke. I just, once again, I want people to understand where I'm coming from on that. Um, I would take the day party because at least I won't be super tired and nodding off. <laughs> I just. I would pay for an, an ungodly amount of money to watch you to just have a single camera on you for four hours at that party. Yeah, I guess I'd be miserable. I wouldn't want to talk to anybody. I'd just be counting down the time. And just drunk guys coming up to you asking you to do impressions. It's yeah. just Hey. You you gotta do uh do uh do Steve Madden. <laughs> do, do, come on. Do some Grubin. Josh Grobin? <laughs> yeah. Josh Grobin. Coach <laughs> of the Raiders. Do him. <laughs> Give me a little Josh Grobin. <laughs> Come on. Now, what do you do when you're getting that too much? Like, how do you politely get out of that situation after shows? Because it must happen. People are overserved. They're excited to see you. And they kind of want their own personal show. How do you politely duck away? I fake narcolepsy. That's one way. <laughs> I don't I don't know. I just, uh, so, I, I try to be nice and entertain, but... Uh, in terms of if they're if they it's constant, I just try and hide, just run away. Yeah, that's uh. Well, you're really good with people. People are excited to see you, and you show them love. Well, I I I can I, I I'm all for it in terms of normal human interaction, but when it becomes hey do this, hey do that, that's just like ah, no, I don't I don't want to I don't want to be a, a an animal at the zoo. That's just more what it is, because they're just coming up looking for the next magic trick. That's right. Pay your money and go. All right. Now this is uh we're kind of winding down, but I do want to ask you this question. Obviously, the uh, the Amber uh, Geiger trial. Uh, if anybody doesn't know, she was the police officer that uh, shot an unarmed man. Uh, she walked into his uh, into his apartment, thought it was her apartment, shot him on the couch. Charlie's eating ice cream, killed him, and has now uh, been convicted of his murder. Um, I wanted to get your opinion on this. It, today it came out. First of all, you can tell this is Texas by how quickly they move. Uh, she's already uh, being sentenced and she was convicted yesterday. Uh, they brought out text messages that she had uh, sent between officers and they were uh, racially charged. Do you think that should have been admissible in her in her sentencing? Like what sh should that have been allowed to come out or is that? What unfairly. were the text messages? Do you know? Oh, uh, they were racist. One was like, um, basically, kind of taking shots at people. The MLK rally, like uh, one of the, because it seems like she was on a group thread. One of the people said, "Oh, one if of you're going to be racist. Don't do it in a group." How dare you? Like, what are you doing? Yes, you're racist with the windows That's up one in your on car. One-on-one stuff. One-on-one yeah. <laughs> racism is one-on-one. Well, Frank, not for this little darling. She basically somebody said something like uh, one of the, it's I'm assuming they were all police officers. I know at least two people on there were one said, when is this uh, MLK shit going to be over? And she responded when he's dead. That 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 LOL wait. And then the other one was what? That doesn't yeah. Not it's only just, that racist. I mean, it's racist, but it's stupid racist. Yeah, she had. Yeah, she had some that were. uh uh accusing uh she she said uh one of her people say people always joke that her police dog is racist and she was like wait so am i uh and these are kind of these I are mean, things 
uh, who are they to and st- I mean, I, again, listen, I'm not I don't want to sound like I'm defending, but no, I you, mean, if somebody look at some of our texts back and forth, there would be some things people would be like, hey, but when you're when you're in, you know, law enforcement, I think that's and you're in, a, in that type of thing. You can't. You just shouldn't. And you, I mean, one, you shouldn't think that way. But two, you shouldn't put that out there. So I'm not defending whatsoever. Um, but I just know, you know, how people are. We say ridiculously bad things to each other to make each other laugh over text sometimes. Right. Um, listen, I saw, when I first saw that story, I tried to find compassion for the, the woman because I didn't hear the whole story at the beginning. I didn't realize it wasn't even her apartment. So once, yes. I, once I realized it was a different apartment, I'm like, you have to have better judgment. And it, in terms of if the guy's eating ice cream sitting there, why do you need you – don't, you don't need to – Act if the person's coming toward you, that's one thing. But my guess is this guy sees a woman, he's startled, right? Unless she's right. in uniform, then it could be like the opposite, like a uh, type of thing where it's like, What are you doing in here? This is going to be bad. I know you're a racist. You know, somebody's had an issue with a cop before, um, and then generalizes on that. Uh, as and even in the story, it seems like this. That doesn't seem this well. I don't. I, I don't want to draw any conclusions. Wow! And it looks like as we're talking, we can react to this in real time, Frank. I just got a text saying, "I believe this is from my friend. Uh, she was up for five to ninety-nine years, and she got five years. Hmm. That ain't gonna be great." Uh, yeah. This, I mean, uh, okay. So take the but but I'll take the. Take the wait, and I'm looking. That's it says 10, 10 years now. This is happening up. in real time. More. So this, I'm on CNN right now. Amber Amber Geiger sentenced to ten years in prison. Uh, at the ex Dallas policewoman got a lighter sentence after attorneys agreed to let the jury consider a sudden passion defense. Yeah, I mean it's hard. Uh, the the thing that is the most difficult is she was in the wrong place. The person was doing nothing. If if he had gone into her apartment and was sitting there and was sitting in the wrong apartment, that's different, right? If he's right. sitting in the wrong – she went into the wrong apartment. She doesn't notice any ah, – it's all weird. I don't know. I, in this day and age, I don't know what – so she walks in the wrong apartment – sees somebody sitting on not her couch they have the same kind of furniture I that's don't... what I'm, people are saying she had a huge dining room table in the front of her and we're assuming that she's sober so she walks into an apartment that's not hers and kills the person inside and then does not administer cpr which she's trained to do it's she let him die weird yeah and then apparently she called some cops before she called the ambulances to see how she should handle this uh, that I don't the 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 co- calling the cop calling people before calling I you're in a panic and you're not thinking and, and I don't know I'm, the 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 part before that is what gets me critically thinking through that you walk into we've I've walked into the wrong house when I was a kid I walked into the wrong I thought I was in my grandpa's house I ended up in the wrong place I'm like oh geez I got to get out of here my first inclination was to retreat out of that air going I'm in the wrong place. 
But if you see somebody sitting at a couch that isn't your, I, I don't know. I don't buy the whole story. It's weird. It's not, I, I don't see sober. I don't see that. I don't know. But there's, I feel like there are none. There are things, truth, little pieces of truth aren't coming out for that all to be set like that. It's. It, it, it's it's strange, and I'm looking here because you know this has just happened. That uh, her mom was allowed to take the stand, and then said that she was sexually assaulted as a little girl, and then the father came and said, you know, something. Uh, you know, it, it. It. I don't know. Well, that stuff always in, I believe. But in terms of, it's her fault. She went into the wrong place. And she, there, there are multiple, and then to pull, there's too many bad decisions in a row, right? By a cop, Frank. This isn't. Well, we're understanding. We, you know, I this agree isn't like you? an untrained person. This is what they're trained to do: is deal with a situation like this. Yeah, I. It's. I don't. Yeah, I. I have no. I just. I, I don't know the sentence. I. I don't know if it's an accident or not. I. I. I don't know. I. It's there's too many weird things there that I don't know the person. I don't know the whole thing. So to me, I would need a lot more information. I'm just glad I'm not in that. Oh, yeah. I'm wondering how the city of Dallas would react because there it's not the least amount you could get. Ten years is a significant amount of time. I know a lot of people wanted 15, 20, 25. I didn't think she was going to get that. I said between 10 and 12. you know, it's not what I feel like she deserved. I feel like that's what she would get. And, uh, you know, I think that this is it. I just, I, such a, a dereliction of duty um, that I just, you, you know, it. she broke into somebody's house and killed them. But she didn't break in. And the, the door was just unlocked. That's another thing. But that's still just, it, I can't just walk. I can't open a car door and get in and start going through things because it was unlocked. I mean, I've still broken in your car just because I didn't break the lock. Right? I mean, under the eyes of the law, not like. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Playing is, word games, just I like curious. No, I think in terms of law, I think you, I mean, a cop can go in your house if it's unlocked, right? No, they'd have to search warrant. I don't, I don't. I don't. I think we're two people that have not been arrested, and we have no idea what we're talking about. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, what is what is? I'm I'm really interested to see how this is going to play out. But this is uh, it's it's kind of cool to be able to react to this in real time. Obviously, as a parent, you just think about the loss. They always, it it always struck me like when we talk about Sandy Hook or you know Virginia Tech or any of these places, and we'll say you know yeah, twelve people dead. It's like it's not twelve people. It's hundreds of people that'll never be the same, especially the parents, the siblings, boyfriends, girlfriends, employee, uh, you know, coworkers. It's just uh, w- when somebody is taken from you, especially in this manner, I can't imagine uh, the heartbreak that this mom must be feeling, you know, because you're crazy about your kids. You don't care about anything but your kids. I know that's how I am. Yeah. I don't care about anything. Couldn't imagine. Well, you know, we will, uh, we'll talk about this on the next podcast. Uh, you know, but this is uh this is this is um this is where we are. Uh yeah, and I think I think the next podcast we really need to uh we'll have at least a little bit to look back on to see how people are reacting and then we'll go from there. 
All right, yeah, one hundred percent is the yeah. Say. Let's end it on uh, on uh, something sad, but this is real life, man. <laughs> this, this uh, you know, I was gonna do something fun, but I just like out of out of respect for this this man's life, let's just uh, let's just end it there. That's that that's sad, yeah, but right, you know, it it bees like that, I guess. All right, uh, the end. I don't know. That's, that was even worse saying that. <laughs> All right. While I've made it awkward in the first place unintentionally, um, we are going to be doing some rearranging with the Alan Frank uh, Try to Be Serious. We might be messing around with the days a little bit here coming up and uh, figuring it out. Uh, but Alan, I uh, talked to your schedule has totally changed, correct, yes. Al? Yes. And then uh, so we're going to be um, – uh, just pay attention. Uh, Alan Frank, try to be serious. AlanFrank.com at Al Jackson IG on Instagram at Al Jackson on Twitter at Frank Kelly and across the board for me. But just pay attention in the next, in the coming weeks. We may be mixing the days around a little bit, um, trying to end on happier notes, less about real life. <laughs> no, no, actually, I thought that was, uh, the, you know, I like the real life stuff. So as much as it might be tough to talk about, that's what I think is important to talk about. Um, but in terms of that, uh, that's about it. And, uh, you got anything to add, Al? Uh, that's it. If you're in the Indianapolis area, come see me uh, at Helium, October 18th and 19th. And if you're in Denver, Colorado, come see me October 20th at Comedy Works downtown. All right. Talk to you next time, Al. All right, brother. Love you. And I love you. But I'm only going to show you so much infection. Infection. In- uh, affection. <laughs> I'm only going to show you so much infection <laughs> that's after fine with the me. podcast. And that's how it ended. Yeah. <laughs>